0: And now to today's message
1: to bring an impartation of wisdom and an impartation of direction and an impartation of light into our living and our relationship with god you want to pray that lord speak speak to me tonight speak to me tonight speak to me tonight Speak to me tonight. Speak to me tonight. La baragidas. gedash, leged bezebere gedesh, zot ala ba da ba ba, bara ala ba de Mendeleke zeteleke di bahayas, Lord Makende Leme bahas Shadababa. baba. Speak to us, O God. Speak to us, O God, through the teaching of Your Word. Malada bahas ikapale ne mehashada, radala me kalane mehados iya gadaya baba baba. Shendeleke di bahaya marada bahas. Andalabacodem Sebregus Ia talaba te kataia. Speak to us by your word. Maradaba Yakaladaba Shadabahaya In Talabapandi Kondabandelekedea Rabapa Shadabaya Radila Kayanto Shadabaha in Talabapandinahaya in the name of Jesus. You want to pray that your ears will be open to hear the word of the Lord, that you will not miss the word, you will not miss the rhema, you will not miss what God is telling you in this season. Lift your voice and talk to God that Lord, I will not miss your voice. I will not miss your voice. I will not miss your voice. Shadalagadagadabaha I will not miss your voice and you will hear a voice behind you that this is the way you will not miss the voice of the Lord in the teaching of his word in the name of Jesus. let our ears be open 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 open. God is going to speak but we have to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying say oh Lord let my spiritual ears be open to hear your word in the name of Jesus Father we thank you tonight as we fellowship in your word let your teaching bring healing let your teaching bring deliverance and let your teaching bring direction in Jesus name Amen Please be seated. If you are not doing anything, get seated. Hallelujah. I'm teaching tonight. You are welcome. Tonight, I hope my teaching will bless you. I'm teaching on the part three of the uncommon blessing. The uncommon blessing. The uncommon blessing part three. The uncommon blessing part number three. The subject for tonight... Is the basis. We want to know the basics for Abraham's blessing. The basis for Abraham's blessing. The basis for Abraham's blessing. The basis for Abraham's blessing. blessing. Now we have looked at the part one, which was an overview of the subject. And the second part was the pathway to to the uncommon blessing. And tonight we are looking at the basis for Abraham's blessing. Next week we will look at 16 no 36 unquestionable blessings of Abraham. 36. But tonight we're going to look at the basis for Abraham's blessings. Father, we pray you add your blessing to the teaching of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Abraham was truly a reflection of the uncommon blessing. And it, is very, it will be very prudent for us to take our time to look into his life and look at the story surrounding his life in order to gain a knowledge in how to assess and gain this uncommon blessing. He was rescued out of you, but the mandate God gave him to come out of his father's house must be looked at critically. He was staying there and God gave him a mandate by calling him out of his father's house and his environment it is very very important for us to look at this we know the story but tonight what I'm going to do is that I'm going to take my time to break it as Dr. Ottawa will say to unpack it and look at it line after line for us to gain a certain wisdom Genesis chapter 12 verse number 1 to 3 Abraham was rescued from his background. Now the Bible said, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Verse number 2. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Give me the GNT version of that quickly. He said, The Lord said unto Abraham, Leave your country, your relatives, and your father's home. And go to a land that I'm going to show you. I will give you many descendants and they will become a great nation. I will bless you and make your name famous so that you will be a blessing. Verse 3. I will bless those who bless you. Simple. But I will curse those who curse you. That's simple. And through you, I will bless all the nations. These instructions by God set the grounds for the blessing. In just three verses, we see very distinct instructions from God to a man. To set the grounds and the tone for God to release an uncommon blessing. What blessing is bigger than I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you? What blessing is bigger than through you I will bless all the nations. Through you, the families of the earth will be blessed. What kind of blessing is greater than that? So we are going to look at the instructions that God gave to Abraham into details. Anytime God gives an instruction, it's an intention to bless. Every instruction of God Is God's intention to bless. So when you meet the instructions of God, you must desire and will and be willing to obey because he will not instruct if he's not ready to bless. Every commandment of God carries in it the commendations of God. And the commendations of God are the blessings of God. God never blesses in vacuum. There must always be a basis for his blessing. Follow the teaching. If God instructs, it means that a blessing has been put aside, awaiting our obedience. So God speaks to Abraham. Leave your country, leave your relatives, and leave your father's home to a land that I will show you. So it was now left for Abraham to think and obey what God has said. And sometimes when God speaks to us, we want God to speak to us in a way that we are prescribed. We want God to speak to us in a way that will prove to us that it is God. So just imagine God speaking to Abraham that leave your father's house. If he, maybe he went to tell his father that God has said as you leave this house and go to a land where, I will show, where he will show me. The father will by all means be broken. So who is going to take over from me? Who is going to take over the properties I've gained? Who is going to take the inheritance? But you see, Abraham obeyed the voice of God. Now, let's look at the details and the basis for which Abraham was blessed. Number one, God said, get thee out of thy country. God told Abraham in the verse one, he said, now the Lord had said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country. A man needs to step out in order to step in. Anytime you are to step into a new dimension of your life, anytime you are to step into a new glory of your life, you must step out. You must step out of the old to step into the new. You cannot enter the new without stepping out of the old. So, Abraham, I want to take you into a new dimension. But step out. Tell somebody, step out. And say, I am stepping out in order to step in. If you cannot see where you are going in life, you will become a slave to your present situation. If you cannot envisage where you are going in life, Your current situation will turn you into a slave. You become a victim of your circumstance. But when you know where you are going, no matter what comes your way, your vision, your heart, your mind is set on the destination. So whatever happens, it enters into the scripture that says that all things will work together for your good. So far as you remain focused to where you are going, it doesn't matter the furnace of fire you pass through. It doesn't matter the waters you pass through. As long as you keep your vision, you keep your focus to where you are going, you got to know where you are going in life. And God said, to a land I will show you. So the land was not mentioned But the Alpha and Omega was going to lead Abraham. So he had no problem. He knew that God will never dump him along the way. There will definitely be a glorious destination. He said, step out. And let me step you into your next dimension. Until you get out. Your yesterday can make you a slave of your tomorrow. Until you step out, your yesterday's experiences, your past can make you a slave of your present and your future. Because you have not been able to step out of your past experiences. There are some ladies, they don't want to date any man again because their past relationship was too bad. And sometimes you can see a lady who broke up about 10 years ago and he still doesn't want to trust any man. She's stuck in the past. Experiences has a way of killing our glories. You must master your past. You must be able to step out of your past. You were a fornicator, but now. You were a drunkard, but now. You were this, but now. Yeah. You were in Egypt, but now. There must always be the bad experience. You must be able to step out if you are desiring a new blessing. You must be able to step out. The new wine has another process. Kadabahaya's the way the wine they began the wedding with in the wedding of Cana, the way they produced the first batch of wine was not the same way the, the, the wine that came later was produced. The one they produced in the first was made by man, but the one that was the sweetest, the one that brought joy was produced by jesus if you can step out of your old experience god will step us and step us into a new dimension of his blessing and until you can step out until you can step out you can never step into a new dimension hallelujah hallelujah you see if up to now you are saying hey before COVID." Before COVID, Charlie, things were working on. Before COVID, before COVID will never come again. Before COVID, atmosphere will never come again. The earlier you step out of your past and appreciate your today in order to prepare your tomorrow, the better for you. So Abraham, get thee out of thy country. God commanded Abraham to come out because where he was, was the residence of his yesterday people. There is a certain group of people called yesterday's people. And they are people you must always disconnect from them. You must always disconnect from the yesterday's people. They stay and they reminisce of the glory of yesterday. They stay and they get stuck on the standards of yesterday. They never don't, they don't want a new wine experience. They don't want a new experience. They are yesterday's people. They are yesterday's people. They are people that don't want to change the status quo. They don't want a new thing. And such people don't see the fullness of God's grace and experience the fullness of God's blessing. Because what God did, how God did it yesterday will not be the same way he would do it today. He uses people to battle their enemies with weapons, guns and arrows and swords. But another time when the wall of Jericho must come down, he said, don't fight. Just go around it. And on the seventh day, on the seventh time, give me a shout and blow the trumpet. And the walls came down. How he did it yesterday may never be the same way he would do it today or tomorrow. So, if you follow God in the yesterday's people's mentality, we are going to miss him. Whilst we will be resident... Uh, uh, Around the mountain, the Lord has taken a step ahead. I pray that we will not be where God has not been. We will not be where God is not. May you not be where God is not. May you not find yourself in a place where God is not working there. In the name of Jesus. Yesterday, people tend to make you feel hopeless and tend to let you feel that your tomorrow is not good. They think that, oh, your best was yesterday. It's a mistake. Never accept, never accept that your best was yesterday. Your tomorrow will rather call your yesterday a liar. Am I talking to somebody? It's your tomorrow because of the glory that God will reveal in your life. Your tomorrow will call your yesterday a liar. But yesterday's people, they think that the best time of your life was yesterday. It's a lie. It's a lie. According to the scriptures, your tomorrow is better. Your yesterday weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning, and we move from glory to glory. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will not be stuck in the mentality of yesterday's people your life will be better tomorrow your destiny will be better tomorrow the church can be better tomorrow the church can grow better tomorrow the numbers can increase better tomorrow there is a better experience tomorrow i pray that you will step out of your yesterday and step out of your past and get ready for what god wants to do with your life hallelujah God wanted Abraham to come out of what could stop the uncommon blessing. There is a better version of you, but you got to step out. There's a better version of me as a pastor, but I got to step out and trust God that there are deeper waters I've not tasted. There are deeper oils I've not tasted. There are deeper powers from power to great power, exceeding power and the heavenly powers so if you are at your powers today, you can move to great power, if you are great power you can move to exceeding great power if you are at exceeding great power you can begin to test of the heavenly powers there is a better version of your destiny tomorrow never settle for what they say your best was yesterday, no Your best is in your tomorrow. But until you can see it, so Abraham had to see it, Abraham had to believe it. That step out of your country. The familiar is the enemy of the unfamiliar. The familiar is the enemy of the unfamiliar. Every glory revealed is birth in an unfamiliar event. But what can stop that unfamiliar event from manifesting is the familiar is the familiar. There are a lot of us. Our glories may never shoot up because we will not be ready to break the familiar syndrome the familiar has a way of capturing a man and making him comfortable in a place but abraham step out of your country come out of the familiar unto the unfamiliar. I pray that God will find in you a man and a woman who is ready to step out of the familiar into the unfamiliar. This is not how we do it, but this is how God wants it to be done at this time because of what he's about to do. That is the language. This is not how we do it, but hey, this is how God wants us to do it because of what he's about to do. Because of what he's about to do the regular resists the irregular many times have you realized that when new things are coming people, the, the people in the system already they resist the new it happens at our workplaces everywhere that maybe this new policies are going to shift the organization to another level. But some people will want to keep their thing at the same, but I pray that there is a generation coming in us that we are going to lift the standard and destroy every status quo that has limited the glory of God in our lives in the name of Jesus. With you, the Lord will pull down kingdoms. With you, the Lord will plant. With you, the Lord will fruit. Somebody shout, I am the battle battler of the Lord. If Abraham has stayed In his country, he would have been caught up in the traditions of the land. You cannot keep playing the old. You cannot keep playing in the old house and step into the new house. You cannot. You cannot keep playing in the old house and obtain the blessing of the new house. There is a blessing in the new house, but you got to step out of the old house. What is your old house? And what is your new house? You cannot benefit from the new house if you are stuck in the old house. Secondly, number two, God said, To a land which I show you. To a land which I show you. Kabo-Shatabaya. If you do not take your eye off the present, you cannot see the future. If all you can see, Anita, if all you can see is your today, you cannot obtain the blessing of tomorrow. To a land which I will show you. The land you see today is not all that you can have. The land available for you is not limited. Hey. My land in God is not one acre. It's not Hundred acres. It's not 500 acres. My land in God is unlimited. He said to a land that I will show you. In every present moment, there is a land God can show you, there is a blessing God can release on you there is a glory God can release on you in every moment of your life there is a door God can open no matter the doors you have entered into there is another door that God can open but you got to step out of the old house the old house may the curse of the old house not cripple your movement in destiny your amen is not strong if you do not get out of your present location, country, and family traditions, you will, you, you will treat an uncommon blessing as common. When you step out of the world, and God blesses you with the kingdom experience. You got to step out of the house of the world and enter into the house of the kingdom. Else you will treat the uncommon blessing as common. Being planted in the church is an uncommon blessing. Having a pastor is an uncommon blessing. Having the fellowship with the brethren is, uncommon, is an uncommon blessing. Having the privilege to partake in the communion is an uncommon blessing. The communion is an uncommon blessing. Prayer is an uncommon, it's an uncommon blessing. You don't pay. You don't pay consultation fee to see God. You just step into prayer anywhere. It's an uncommon blessing. And you have the ears of God 24-7. It's an uncommon blessing. But if you don't step out of the old, you will treat the uncommon blessing as common. Many people have received the call of God. They get born again, but they never get beyond the salvation experience. There are many of us in church All we can boast of is a salvation experience. But there is more in God. More. There's a song like that. There's more that's found in you. More. More than salvation. More. But we get the salvation experience and we get stuck. Because we don't want to step out of the old house. There is always a call. The Abrahamic call continuously takes place in our lives. Not once. Anytime God wants to step us into a new realm, he will call us to step out of the old house. Yeah. He will call us to step out of the old house. The calling will never, never always be dramatic. But he will call you. And that Abrahamic call is not once. You will always hear that call. When there is a glory bidding, God will call you with the Abrahamic calling. I pray that you are being blessed tonight. Those who do not get rid of their past, in their emotions and mental sense, may never advance in life there are many people in church it's not a demon that has crippled them, it's their emotional and mental experiences they don't trust pastors again they don't trust prayer again they don't trust sewing again they don't trust paying of tight again, they don't trust living a holy life again, they don't trust anything again their emotional and mental state has held their destiny that they cannot even make movement and step into new glories our biggest problem is that we have have not stepped out of the old house we love the old house because we are familiar with the old house we are comfortable with the old house we are comfortable And the place of comfort can never be the place of transformation. If you want bread, you have to put the flour into an uncomfortable situation. Put it in the oven. In an atmosphere that will denature the flour. But turn it into a bread. If God wants to turn you into bread for your generation, He will put you in an oven. He will lead you into an oven. Pastor, how? He will do it. He will lead you into an oven experience because he is turning you into a blessing to a generation. But you got to see the tomorrow. Am I preaching to somebody? Naturally, when you move from one atmosphere to another, It may not really change you until you see the opportunities in that new place. Did you understand? If you naturally, if you move from one atmosphere to the other, let's say you move from Ghana to U.S., it will not naturally, they are poor people in U.S., It is not the atmosphere that changes you. It is your posture. It's our attitude. Is what we can see in the atmosphere. When you step into the kingdom of God, what you see is what you can have. What, what are you seeing? What you see is what you can have. So stepping into the kingdom does not end the case. Becoming a Christian does not end the case. Being part of a church does not end the case. Entering into the university doesn't end the case. You've got to see the opportunities you entering into the university can bring you. Then you are ready for that transformation. So that is, that's what explains people can be in church for 12 years. They have still not mastered the sin they were in in the world. It is not about where you are. It's not the atmosphere you you find yourself in. It is what you can see, the opportunities you can see in that atmosphere. That can change you. So Abraham, step out of your father's house. To a land that I will show you, and when you get to the land, see well. What are you seeing as a believer in 2021? See well. The slaves in Egypt were still slaves in the wilderness. Whilst they were in the wilderness, they were thinking about the, uh, the, the garlic and whatever of Egypt. They were still thinking about the lifestyle they were in, in Egypt. They were reminiscing, they were wishing, they were desiring that instead of them being in the wilderness, if they were in Egypt, they would have had this, they would have had this, they would have done this, they would have done this. They were not in motion with the moving God That was taking them somewhere. They were were physically moving, but their mental faculties and their emotional powers were stuck in Egypt. So they can never enter into the promised land. I'm praying for you. One of the things the Lord told me as I was preparing this. He said anytime he looks at his people who he wants to bless, most of them, their minds are in their Egypt. We are moving, but our minds are still in Egypt. We are shouting, hallelujah, but our minds are in Egypt. We wish we were there and not wishing we were where God is taking us. The uncommon blessing, there is a basis why Abraham entered into that uncommon blessing. And that is what I'm teaching you. He had to step out. In order to step in. He didn't commonize the voice of God. He didn't. Am I preaching to somebody? Not everyone who crossed the Red Sea. Left Egypt mentality behind. They crossed the Red Sea. But they carried the mentality of Egypt to cross. That shouldn't be it. That shouldn't be it. The Christ that was buried was not the same as the Christ that resurrected. So when we are baptized, we come out with another identity. Baptism. It's like tie and die. How they dip a cloth into a dye and when it comes out, it comes with another nature. They cross the Red sea, but they did not cross into another life. They were still carrying, carrying the Egyptian mentality. And the sad thing is that you can never be a king as an Israelite in Egypt. Their status in Egypt wasn't anything to glorify God about. They were slaves, but they were cherishing their moment in Egypt. Than their companionship with God. They were not able to step out. I'm praying. That you will be able to step out. In order to step into. Where God. Has prepared. For us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God was literally telling Abraham. You need to step out of the mindset of your previous kingdom to take on the mindset of the kingdom of God. The battle of your life is here. As far as you can see, God can give it to you. The battle of your life is here. God will say, Abraham, you've got to drop your, the mindset of your previous kingdom life and step into the kingdom of God with a new perception. My grace is sufficient. My power is abundant. My hand is available. And my will is intact. Nobody can tamper with the will. Of God concerning your life, except yourself. So, Abraham, if you want to work out my will with the Egyptian mentality, it will not work. You have to work out my will with the kingdom mentality. the Egyptian mentality is that let me join the choir and say, maybe I'll get a husband. The kingdom mentality is that let me join the choir and serve my king. That is the kingdom mentality. Number three. God said and from your family and from your family and from your family we are unpacking God's word to Abraham. The word family is from the extended word familia. 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 The number one hindrance to God's word in our lives is the traditions of men. The number one hindrance to God's word in our lives is the tradition of men. It's very, very sad how believers today cannot stand on God's word but we always compare God's word to the traditions, not the words of men, the traditions of men. So he said, Abraham, Give me the NLT. Keep me in NLT for the rest of the teaching. He said. Leave your native country. Your relatives. (laughs) Are you here? Your relatives. Sometimes the greatest enemies in our lives are our relatives the standard they've set, if you don't take care, you will run in that same pattern. Are you here? If you're a young lady, your big sister gives birth to three without marriage, it becomes an internally woven tradition in you awaiting manifestation. Until you step out of the old house, Mark chapter seven verse thirteen, Mark chapter seven verse thirteen, he says, "So you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your own tradition." Give me the KJV for this. He said, "Making the word of God of none effect." through your traditions which ye have delivered and many such like things do ye. Message version. You scratch out God's word and scrawl a whip to each place. You do a lot of things like this. The amplified version. Thus you are nullifying and making void. ha. And of no effect, the authority of the word of God through your tradition. So the strongest enemy to God's word is the tradition of man. It neutralizes the potency of God's word. The authority of God's word is challenged by the traditions of men. Most of times before the word of God will come, the traditions of men is already there. So it becomes the greatest test for the authority of God's word to reign in our lives. So it is not like what God has said he will do. No, he will do it if you step out of the traditions of men. Are you here? you become familiar with a thing, you tend to lose the value of that thing. Yeah. That's why husbands, some husbands beat their wives because they have become familiar. Some wives insult their husbands. Some members abuse their pastors and disrespect them, dishonor them. They lose value. So when the pastor says "You are blessed in Jesus," they do shout, "Amen." They have become familiar. But when a guest prophet stands here and shout, "You are blessed," those do shout, <laughs> "They will shout, Amen. You are blessed. You are blessed." <laughs> the familiarity of a man can be his greatest hindrance in life. Familiarity. So God said, Abraham, step out. Leave your relatives. Leave your relatives. Leave them. Family may also be the place of our birth and the setting of our upbringing. Your struggles in life is because of how you were brought up. The struggles, your battles within and without is because of your upbringing makeup. Yeah. You can see some men behaving like women and some women behaving like men. You can see some men behaving irresponsible. You can see some men, you cannot rebuke them. You can see some. Uh, everybody's output in life is based on their upbringing. If you are brought up in a quarreling home, you are likely to be quarrelsome and you won't see anything wrong with it. You will quarrel with your wife, you won't see anything wrong with it because your father was quarreling with your mother every day. Your big our biggest problem is how we were brought up. So God said, Abraham, leave your f- relatives, leave them, leave them. That is how the Bible leave your native country, your relatives. Oh Jesus. These setups can affect and infest your life with unbelief with weaknesses, with liabilities, with thinking patterns that can affect you. If you don't fight it, it can infest you with fear. So when there is an opportunity, you are afraid. Because of the way you were brought up. Relocation is the first step to your transformation in life. Relocation. The day Adam relocated, he was negatively transformed. (laughs) Adam, where are you? When he relocated in a negative sense, he was negatively transformed. From that day, man became cursed. By one man's disobedience, sin entered into the world. That day, that day, that day. One relocation. The same way when you relocate in the positive direction, you will see positive transformation. Relocation is necessary in your life if you have to be transformed relocation is necessary to bet revelation relocation he said day that wait upon the lord when you relocate and locate yourself in the place of waiting you shall mount up between so there will be transformation that know their God so you can be at a place where you don't know your God but when you get to know your God you work strong and you do exploit you will not work strong you will not do exploit when you don't know your God when you don't know your God you will not work strong be careful where you you relocate to in life your relocation is directly connected to your transformation. So Abraham, leave your family. Leave your relatives. Relocation positions a man in his new location. May God give you the spiritual guidance and the spiritual insight. Any about to make a movement may you relocate to the right place in the name of Jesus number 4 he said and from your father's house I told you we are just unpacking and from your father's house the basis for Abraham's blessing and from your father's house The uncommon blessing never rests upon many people's lives because they are still fighting the curse from their father's house. There is a curse called a curse, the curse of your father's house. And I'm going to show you. Every one of us here is entitled to the curse of his father's house. Speak against it or don't speak against it. The curse of your father's house is associated to your life. Let me show you in scripture. Exodus 25, 20 verse 5. The better you wake up to fight it, the the better for you. The earlier you wake up to fight it, the better for you. He said, you must not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected. Even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. Did you understand that? Let me read it again. You must not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children, to the third and fourth generation. For 400 years, that curse of the father will be running in the family. Give me the GNT version of this. It's a heavy way. Do not bow down to any idol or worship it because I am the Lord your God and I tolerate no rivals. I bring punishment on those who hate me and on their descendants down to the third and fourth generation. Joshua chapter 7 verse 24 to 26. Quickly. Joshua chapter 7, verse 24 to 26. Joshua along with all the people of Israel, seized Achan and silver and the clock and the bar of gold together with Achan's sons. Achan's sin, <laughs> the man sinned, their father sinned. And they guarded all the children, his wife, everything he had, and they destroyed it. So let's read it. The bar of gold, together with Achan's sons and daughters, his cattle, his donkeys, his sheep, his tent, and everything else he owned. And they took them to Trouble Valley. There's a valley called Trouble. May you never locate yourself in the valley of Trouble. Your amen is not strong. Amen. Verse 25. The Bible said, and Joshua said, why have you brought that trouble on us? The Lord will now bring trouble on you. And all the people then stoned Achan to death. They also stoned, burnt, and bent his family and his possessions. Verse 26. They put a huge pile of stones over him, which is there to this day. That is why that place is still called Trouble Valley. Then the Lord was no longer furious. Mercy. Mercy. Ezekiel 18.2. There is a curse called the curse of your father's house. So when we are praying, next time you pray well. (laughs) As for those of us whose fathers were idol worshippers next time when we say any curse from my father's house I'm sure you scream from your intestines because Achan their father stole gold and a him. and when he was caught because of him when Israel went into battle with Ai a town called Ai a small town after they conquered Jericho a small town they lost because of this man and when they caught him They caught his wife, his sons, his daughters, his cattle. They put all of them together, stoned them, and burnt all of them. The sin of the father. And said, what is this proverb people keep repeating in the land of Israel? The parents ate the sore grapes, but the children got their sore taste. Their teeth were set on edge. The parents have eaten oranges. When you eat orange, you see that your teeth becomes edgy and sensitive. They said their parents have eaten the oranges, but it's the children whose teeth have been set on edge. Let me move on. The curse of the fathers is a big hindrance to the blessing of the future. Hello? Hmm a curse on your father's house can be a big hindrance a big hindrance to the blessing in the future so God told Abraham come out from your country leave your relatives and from your father's house did you see that go back to Genesis 12 and your father's family To step into the new, you got to step out from your father's family. Hey, I'm teaching. The curse could be as simple. The curse in your family could be as simple as the curse of a small mind. As for our family, we don't like trouble. Hey, we think of ourselves. When we build two bedroom houses and then we are quiet. We don't want any trouble. We don't want to be seen. You don't want to be seen. The blessing of Abraham said, I will make you famous. You don't want to be seen. Oh, this family you have come in, you know, my son, he's a very quiet person. He doesn't know trouble. This is our family. We don't like big, 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 big things. It's a curse. The God we serve is a a limitless God. That that little thing, the the mind, the small-mindedness can be a curse. We cannot believe God for big things. I'm getting to the end of my message. Some fathers' houses have produced lazy people because it was the house of laziness both mental and physical laziness. Your father's house cares can be the curse of laziness. Nobody wants to stretch himself for any reason. One of the father's house's cares is the spirit of the beggar. Aunties are begging, uncles are begging, nephews are begging, nieces are begging. Everybody's telling, Can you send me 50 Can you send me 50 Everybody is begging. It's a curse in your father's house. So God said, Abraham, don't do what they are doing in your father's house. In some father's house, the curse there is that every Friday, everybody brings his jolly to the house. And sleeps overnight. It's like it's normal weekend. Obia girl, babes spending weekend. <laughs> it's a curse. There's nothing like Sunday church. That that, that, that morning, I've been woeful. yeah. We are washing, and it's normal. That is the normal routine in your father's house. It's a curse. Abraham, Abraham, Abraham. Step out of that. Step out of that. In some father's houses, there is so pastors. It's normal. When a family gathering, It's just normal. They drink. Every family gathering, you see beer, great of beer, Guinness. There's no matter but normal it's normal to be a drunkard in certain father's houses when you get drunk you get a partner (laughs) are you here are you here the chief reason Abraham entered into the blessing of God is because he did not stagger at the promise of God he was sure that if I step out of my country, step out of my relatives' lives, step out of my father's house, step out of my country, my kindred, and my father's house, I know my God will not fail me. In some family, everybody marries contract marriage and travels that is the curse in the father's house so it's normal brother, sister. when that test is thrown on him or her he or she cannot resist it because that is a curse in the father's house they, they think that the cheapest way to make it is to get a contract marriage and travel than to go to school and start working and earn money in Ghana am I preaching to somebody Romans chapter 4 verse 20 I'm getting there and Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise I don't know who I'm talking to God was taking you to a place. Don't waver. Don't waver. Don't doubt. Don't, don't, don't doubt. God is sure of the formula. The formula will not fail. It will work. I said the formula will work. I said the formula will work. He said, in fact, his faith grew stronger. May your faith grow stronger in 2021. I said, May your faith grow stronger in 2021. May you have a stronger faith. Yeah. What should break us should make us strong. And in this, he brought glory to God. When our faith grows stronger and stronger and stronger, we bring glory to God. A father's house may be built. On poor self esteem. You don't see yourself for any good thing in life. You don't. And one of the blessings you enjoy in this church. Is that God boosts. Your self esteem. God boosts. Your belief system. That what God has said. What God has said. He is able to do it with you. If God can use prostitutes and engrave them into the genealogy of Christ. Who are you? If God could be a drunkard like Noah and use him. In some fathers houses there is a low sense of self esteem. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. But you realize that you are standing here and you are singing and JD's father said I didn't know that my daughter could sing like that may the Lord eh, may the Lord put something in you that would disconnect you from the curse of your father's house may the power of Christ you have received in you totally disconnect you From the curse of your father's house. In the name of Jesus. Ah. It is like the story. I want to tell you a story I wrote down. It's like the story of a girl who was raised in the days of the depression in 1920, those of you who are ardent readers will know what I'm talking about, if they say the days of the depression, if you don't read, you won't, you won't know, so you, if you don't know, go and read <laughs> in the days of depression in 1920s Amen. Amen Amen She had come from a very interesting family where there was a certain practice which I'm going to show you. And when I'm saying it, please don't laugh. I'm sure your house, you have done some before. At meal times when they were to have some milk, lines have been drawn on the jar in which the milk is served. A Damas. <laughs> some people's own it was whole they counted the spoon one two three finish their own it was a line on the jar these lines ensure that your milk doesn't pass a certain quantity So that was, everybody had a jar and there were lines on it. The girl fell ill and was admitted to the hospital. When it was time for her to be given milk for breakfast in the hospital, in a jar. She said, nurse, I cannot see the line on the jar. I cannot see the line you gave me a jar there must be a line say disconnect from your father's house when asked to explain what she said because it was new to the nurse (laughs) what what, what? I've given you a jar we've served you with milk just eat you are telling us they are not so explain and they asked her to explain what she meant the girl told them how the system worked in her father's house. You don't use a jar without line. The nurse lovingly smiled at the girl and said, here in this hospital, we do not draw lines on the jar. You can have as much as you want. There is no limit. There is no limit. In this kingdom, we don't have lines on the jar. In this kingdom, there is no markup for your glory. Everything is accessible by you, by the grace of God. Her father's house curse was on her mind. Even when she got to a place where everything was available, she was still limited. She was still hindered by her mind. It took a nest. And I pray that God will use me tonight to decode your mind and let you know that in this kingdom all things are possible. Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. All things are possible. All things are possible. There are no lines on our jar. There is no limitation. There's there's no limitation. The sky is not the limit. The glory is the limit. There is no limitation. Hallelujah. The Father's house could also push a person into becoming a selfish person. There are some homes that teach selfishness. Nobody uses anybody's thing you took my soap, you do this, you did do this don't touch my soap again <laughs> you grew up with having your things to yourself but you can grow in another place your brother wears your singlet, you wear your brother's singlet, you wear this and that you see, so God was telling about come out from your father's house, just come out just come out because what I did with your father is not what I'm going to do with you. So if you move with the traditions of your father, you are going to have a lot of contention in walking with me. I want you to rise up on your feet. Selfishness. You exalt yourself. So you see, you come to church and you, 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 you feel like you are better than someone. Yeah. You feel that you are better than someone. That is the curse in your father's house. And your problem too is that you feel that somebody is better than you. It's a curse in your father's house. So every day you are fighting people. You think you are better than me. You think you are better than me. No, you you have a curse of inferiority complex that you have to trust God with the word to polish you up. And there's another curse where you think you are better than someone come so selfish, you don't pay your tithe, you don't give offering, you don't serve. A lot of people who don't serve in the kingdom are having this curse of selfishness. They want to have their time to themselves. They want to have their own life. If you're you a man and God calls you into ministry and you, and you are under the curse of selfish, selfishness from your father's house, you will not respond because you have to share your life with people. You have to share your moments with people. You have to share your emotions with people. Your emotions becomes like a, a dumping site. Everybody will come. So if you have about 12 people coming to see you, you are sure that 10 of them are going to drain your emotions. So if you are not ready to share your life, it can be a curse of selfishness hindering you from serving and pleasing God. I want you to lift your two hands and begin to talk to God. That Lord, give me the grace. Give me the grace to follow you. Give me the grace to follow you. To follow your word. Lift your voice and pray. That I will come out of my country. Come out. Of my kindred came out of my father's house. Every mentality in my country, I disconnect myself. Every mentality of my relatives, I disconnect myself. Every mentality in my father's house, I disconnect myself. Somebody lift your voice and pray. Ika paladabaya daba ya katala balaba. Every yoke of unbelief Every yoke of fear Every yoke of inferiority complex Every yoke of settlement Every yoke of comfort Every yoke of convenience Every yoke of selfishness Oh Lord I disconnect by the oil lift your voice and pray for yourself. You know the curse in your father's house. Disconnect yourself, disconnect yourself. Radu Garababa Shadaba There must be a basis. For the blessing, Marudadaba. Yede le Bakatayas. Yea la 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 Bosaba. Ayabala Baba Baba. The curse of fearing greatness. The curse. Of fearing honor, the curse of fearing being loved, the, the curse of fearing advancement, the fear of prosperity, the fear of fruitfulness, the fear of holiness, the fear of serving God. We disconnect ourselves. The fear of what shall we gain? the fear of what it profit us the fear of the future we disentangle ourselves from the traditions of men the traditions of our father's houses we submit our will we submit our minds we submit our hearts to the leadership of the Holy Ghost to the leadership of the Spirit of the Lord we submit ourselves under the authority of the word of the Lord and not the traditions of men. in the name of Jesus oh Lord we are in your hands as your battle arts, oh God we are in your hands as your arrows and your spears we take a new spirit it. we take a new mindset Rabbi Daba, Lord I pray for everyone listening to me under the sound of my voice in the mentality in the mindset that holds them at one place that holds them from pursuing your will oh God let it be pulled down for the weapons of our warfare they are not cornered, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds oh Lord we declare let the strongholds of our fathers' houses be collapsed right now in the name of Jesus we are moving forward, we are coming out with another spirit just like Caleb and Joshua we decree and we declare that we will have another spirit, we will have another spirit, we will have another spirit, we will have another spirit la magadaba aradadaba yonkada iyabadi masundeleha apele majua rababani eh rababani adose yababa rababala rabababalaladosa in the name of jesus the last prayer god did not call abraham just to bless him but god called him to make him a blessing but we get to the place where God blesses us and we get stuck but we want to pray that from today we will have that mentality that we have been called to be a blessing lift your two hands and pray in three minutes that Lord from today every step I take I see myself I see myself as a vessel and a channel of blessing lift your voice and pray Hey kidina malana na na maraba ya tabas polo no lo bosibanda yena na la na la ba you are blessing you are blessing you are blessing see yourself as a blessing ikada dabo saba mene masaba. ye ta lama raba baba kada da baba raba baba kabala bada zaba la bala gada la bala ba ye baba baba ye bala ba kosa a pele gada gada mala bala ba ye bala baba baba ye pala baba i am a blessing i am a blessing i am a blessing and not a curse i am a blessing and not a curse I, I am a vessel of blessing i am an instrument of blessing i am a tool of blessing i tell Yatala Batabas, in the name of Jesus I Catabas Adom Adom Adom, a mona lift your two hands. A Adom, 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 a mona, Amea, Matin, Ato, Ato, Amea, Ato, Amea, 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 Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you for showing us the basis for this uncommon blessing. We will not miss our appointment with uncommon blessing. We will not miss it. We will not miss it. Lord, help us not to miss our appointment. Let no one under the sound of my voice miss the appointment with uncommon blessing. Help us to disconnect from the traditions of our fathers. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap, offering. Oh that clap is not good. I pray, I pray for you that you will not miss your appointment with this uncommon blessing. See, I will not miss my appointment with this uncommon blessing turn to somebody and say, don't miss your appointment with this uncommon blessing. Celebrate God once again with a clap offering. Take an offering and drop it in the basket. Those watching online, then Momo number will be displayed on the screen. Connect to the uncommon blessing. Give God a good offering if the word was a blessing to you. Yeah, yeah, my dinna I to my don see Emona me ke ka me ho Emona me ya ka bosha I pray that we will not miss our appointment with this uncommon blessing. Amen.
0: message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.